listening to a presentation from Room 11. So, you want to visit a haunted house, hmm? I think I have one that should suit you. That is, if you dare follow me. You will? Fine. Shall we go, then? Ah, here we are at the door. Happy haunting. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to another installment of the Dorm 11 podcast. My name is Willie Carden, and my partner in crime, G-Money, could not be here for this recording, but hopefully he will be back for the next recording. Going to do something a little bit different today, something I think is pretty cool. Going to play some local artists who have some spirited tunes, in the spirit of Halloween, that is. And going to play a couple of tunes that maybe you haven't heard of and hopefully you will enjoy also in the spirit of Halloween. Quick update on some things going on with Dorm 11. We are excited to receive back some studio equipment that was being worked on by our friends at Counts Brothers Music. And we'll have more information on the studio in the near future. As far as live shows go, obviously that's not a thing right now inside the venue in beautiful Sheffield, Alabama, but we have had some questions about doing outdoor shows in the parking lot, and that's definitely a thing. Actually had a had a couple shows planned earlier in the year um, with our friends, one of those bands, The Down Squad in Nashville, and we hope to reschedule that very soon for this spring, as well as a couple of other events. So that's something to look forward to. All right, so let's go ahead and get to the music. First up, we have The Wednesdays, name of the song Cowboys in the Graveyard. Now, this was recorded live at the Hermie House and released on Arkham Records. That was Arkham number 10, their 10th release on Arkham Records. And that was the This Is Florence compilation 7-inch. So here we go. The Wednesdays, Cowboys in the Graveyard. This song's called Cowboys in the Graveyard. This goes down to all the people that work at TJ's. Jobs are getting sent to Mexico. He's in the graveyard. Yeah. 
All right, all right. That was the Cowboys. No, it wasn't the Cowboys. It was the Wednesdays. They're kind of like they were Cowboys, but the Wednesdays with Cowboys in the Graveyard. All right, next song. This is pretty interesting. So I was an intern at Merge Records back in 2004, and at record labels, you'd receive unsolicited demos, and it was pretty awesome. Got to go through a lot of those and listen to them. One of the demos that came in was from a band called Nordic Death. Now, I googled these folks to try and see if they had any other releases or if I could find any information about them, and I couldn't. But the name of the song that we're going to play tonight is Can't Stop the Cock. Check it out, Nordic Death. What about it? You think you can stop it? You think you can stop the cock? Run around the barnyard out of control? All right. Didn't think so. 
All right, third selection. We're going back to Arkham Records. This is a recent release on Arkham by a legendary Shoals area band called The Whipper, who consequently played a Halloween show at Dorm 11 in the past. So, the title track from their 7-inch. Check it out. The Whipper. bite you. The whipper will bite you. All right, so check it out. If you want to help support Dorm 11 and what we have going on, please check out our website at dorm11.org. We do have t-shirts, records, some other merch for sale. Also, we are on Patreon, and if you want to be part of our Patreon family, you can go to patreon.com slash dorm11. And for as little as a dollar a month, you can be part of the family and check out the options on there with what you get in return if you choose to check that out. Also, if you have any questions or listener questions, if you listen to this podcast, please email us at dorm11, 11 spelled out, at gmail.com and just put in your heading listener questions. That would be dope. Would love to hear from you. All right, next up, sticking with Shoals Artists, uh, one of my favorites, one of my friends, longtime friend, Eric Redmouth Gephardt. And beginning of this year, when the COVID crept up and shut everything down, obviously a lot of artists struggled, are still struggling. But one really cool thing that Redmouth did is he released this. Lest of all, shut-in sessions, direct to vinyl recording, and he personalized those, and I picked up both of them. He did uh, It Ain't Yours and also Bring Me Back My Dancing Shoes. Tonight, I'm going to play 
It Ain't Yours, love this record. Good job, Redmouth. Here it goes. Redmouth, It Ain't Yours. grow green and all your hard work become manifested dreams that is if we survive this apocalypse thing many hugs my dear thank you all right that was red mouth with it ain't yours isn't that great that's a great record it's a great recording all right for our last selection um, this is something that you may not have ever heard of, but you've heard of the two artists that are on this recording. And those two artists are William Burroughs and Kurt Cobain. And several years ago, Kurt Cobain was a, a big William Burroughs fan, and they had a release together, and it was entitled The Priest They Called Him. So what this was is Kurt Cobain playing like a haunted guitar sound behind William Burroughs telling this short story. It was released on Tim Kerr Records. Tim Kerr Records is now defunct. They're out of Portland, Oregon. But anyway, it's really cool. The setting is actually Christmas Eve, but it very much fits into our Halloween theme here. So give it a listen. It's about nine minutes long. It's really cool if you've never heard it. Anyway, here it goes. The priest they called him, William Burroughs and Kurt Cobain.
Like tuberculosis, folks. Christmas Eve, an old junkie selling Christmas seals on North Park Street. The priest, they called him. Fight tuberculosis, folks. People hurried by, gray shadows on a distant wall. It was getting late and no money to score. He turned into a side street and the lake wind hit him like a knife. Cab stopped just ahead under a street light. Boy got out with a suitcase. Thin kid in prep school clothes, familiar face, the priest told himself. Watching from the doorway, reminds me of something a long time ago. The boy there with his overcoat unbuttoned, reaching into his pants pocket for the cab fare. The cab drove away and turned the corner. The boy went inside a building. Hmm, yes, maybe. The suitcase was there in the doorway. The boy nowhere in sight. Gone to get the keys, most likely. Have to move fast. He picked up the suitcase and started for the corner. Made it. Glanced down at the case. Didn't look like the case the boy had or any boy would have. Priest couldn't put his finger on what was so old about the case. Old and dirty, poor quality leather, and heavy. Better see what's inside. He turned into Lincoln Park, found an empty place, and opened the case. Two severed human legs that belonged to a young man with dark skin. Shiny black leg hairs glittered in the dim streetlight. The legs had been forced into the case, and he had to use his knee on the back of the case to shove them out. Legs yet, he said, and walked quickly away with the case. Might bring a few dollars to score. The buyer sniffed suspiciously. Kind of funny smell about it. Is this Mexican leather? He should. Well, some joker didn't cure it. The buyer looks at the case with cold disfavor. Not even right sure he killed it, whatever it is. Three is the best I can do, and it hurts. But since this is Christmas and you're the priest, he slipped three notes under the table into the priest's dirty hand. The priest faded into the street shadows, seedy and furtive. Three cents didn't buy a bag, nothing less than a nickel. Say, remember that old Annie Coker told me not to come back unless I paid him the three cents I owe? Isn't that a fruit for you, blow your stack about three lousy cents? The doctor was not pleased to see him. Now, what do you want? I told you. The priest laid three bills on the table. The doctor put the money in his pocket and started to scream. I've had trouble. People have been around. I may lose my license. The priest just sat there, eyes old and heavy with years of junk. 
on the doctor's face. I can't write you a prescription. The doctor jerked open a drawer and stood an ampule across the table. That's all I have in the office. The doctor stood up. Take it and get out, he screamed, hysterical. The priest's expression did not change. And the doctor added in quieter tones, after all, I'm a professional man and I shouldn't be bothered by people like you. Is that all you have for me? One lousy quarter G? Couldn't you lend me a nickel? Get out, get out, I'll call the police, I tell you. All right, doctor, I'm going. Christ, it was cold and far to walk. Rooming house, a shabby street, room on the top floor. These stairs <coughs> off, the priest there pulling himself up along the banister. He went into the bathroom. Yellow wall panels, toilet dripping, and got his work from under the wash basin. Wrapped in brown paper, back to his room, get every drop in the dropper. He rolled up his sleeve. Then he heard a groan from next door, room 18. A Mexican kid lived there. The priest had passed him on the stairs and saw the kid was hooked. But he never spoke because he didn't want any juvenile connections, bad news in any language. And the priest had had enough bad news in his life. Heard the groan again, a groan he could feel. No mistaking that groan and what it meant. Maybe he had an accident or something. In any case, I can't enjoy my priestly medications with that sound coming through the wall. Thin walls, you understand? The priest put down his dropper, cold hall, and knocked on the door of room 18. Kiness, it's the priest, kid. I live next door. You could hear someone hobbling across the floor. A bolt slid. The boy stood there in his underwear shorts, eyes black with pain. He started to fall. The priest helped him over to the bed. What's wrong, son? It's my legs, senor, cramps, and now I'm without medicine. The priest could see the cramps, like knots of wood there in the young, lean legs, dark, shiny black leg hair. Three years ago, I damaged myself in a bicycle race, and it is then that the cramps start and... And he has the leg cramps back with compound junk interest. The old priest stood there, feeling the boy groan. He inclined his head as if in prayer, went back and got his dropper. It's just a quarter G, kid. I do not require much, senor. The boy was sleeping when the priest left room 18. He went back to his room and sat down on the bed. Then it hit him like heavy, silent snow. All the gray junk yesterdays. He sat there and received the immaculate fix. And since he was himself a priest, 
there was no need to call one. All right, that was it. William Burroughs and Kurt Cobain, the priest they called him. And that about wraps it up for this podcast. Appreciate everybody listening and hope you have a happy Halloween and hope to see you soon. Thank